0: Wealthy Author Podcast, episode 46, Write, Pray, and Release. How to turn the mess in your life into a blessing and a business with Ayana Mills. Welcome to another episode of the Wealthy Author Podcast. I am your host, D. Orlando Fortune. This is a show about business and authors. With the growing demand for information, entrepreneurs must learn how to turn their ideas into words on a page that bring in cash and share a unique message. This podcast brings you the strategies, tips, and bars to do just that and do it well using a book. If you hate making unnecessary mistakes, then you must watch the free training I prepared for you at thoughtfortunepress.com slash mini class. As the name implies, it's a training. I don't ask you for a dime, it's straight up content. And if you like what you hear, I give you a chance to jump on a call with me or one of my team. Easy peasy, no muss, no fuss. You don't wanna miss this mini class if you actually want to make money with your book. Go to thoughtfortunepress.com Dot com forward slash mini class and learn how to avoid the nine mistakes beginning authors make and how to write a money-making branded book without being a great writer or wasting your time waiting for a publishing deal again that's thought fortune com slash mini class m-i-n-i-c-l-a-s-s so today's episode, we're gonna be talking with my girl, Ayanna Mills. Um, I, knew, I usually don't tell y'all up front. I'm just kind of excited and kind of slipped out just now. So whatever, whatever. Here's the thing, uh, the three topics is that I, that I really wanna point out from here uh, among a lot of the bars that she's gonna be dropping through this episode you get to listen in on, right? So uh, the first thing here is that she gives this, this visualization um, and it's just the secret to writing Transformational content, and it's so simple. I also give you some background on a different way of doing that. The way I heard this technique used for the first time in writing uh, persuasive content, persu- persuasive copy. There's a secret strategy that you can use to make sure that the information that you're going to write about is going to be transformational. It's subtle. It's simple. It's super easy to do. And if you do it every time you sit down to write or create some content, I guarantee you it will change the way you create that content. And it will make it more transformational. Because remember, at the end of the day, when you're writing your books, when you're creating your content, you're trying to create a transformation. Your story is going to be transformational. The ideas you're going to give is transformational. That's what you want. And they're going to come to you. For them to get the other pieces of the transformation to walk you to ask you to walk them through the transformation or to provide the transformation in their business. But you give them the transformation through your content and they ask you for the details and pay for all of that. Okay. So there's a secret you're gonna learn here on how to write transformational content. Okay, number two, the second thing the the, the I want you to point out here is Ayana talks about and I'm going to quote it if you have a problem or mess then you have a beautiful blessing ahead of you flip your message at least three ways and what does that look like so there's a lot of the people that Ayano works with in the past have been people who have come through some type of situation they have come through something that is that wouldn't that you wouldn't expect them to have the success that they're having in their life because some people in those situations will have given up or they would have said uh, they would have been beat up so much that they just couldn't see what was what the opportunities that were lay in front of them. But there are people out there who have succeeded despite all that life has slapped them around and beat up on them. And the people around them have downgraded the condescending or pushed them down and tried to stop them. Whatever it may be, drugs, addictions, all types of the environment, whatever, that they've succeeded anyway. And these are the people that Ayana has helped to get their stories out because there are people who are going through that situation right now. And I'm saying this to you also. There's people who are going through situations that need to hear your message. So one, if you have not written your message or got your book, your message into a book, it's time to stop doing that. I'm gonna give you a way to do that here shortly, right? Um, number two, if you have written your message or you've been sharing your message, it's time for you to push it a little harder, to get it into more hands, to make more of a difference by making sure your message is actually read and heard, okay? So let's push a little harder this year. A lot of people have gone through a lot of stuff in the 2020. You're in 2021, we're starting to recover a little bit. We still have some more a little ways to go as we're starting to uh, continue to adapt to this new way of life, new way of living, new way of being. However, people are still people we're still going through stuff and your message can help someone go through some stuff better, more efficiently and um, if you're delivering that message, as I teach my authors, with, to deliver your stuff with efficiency, be efficient, be effective, be excellent, and be ethical. If you've done all those things, you're providing a way for people to do, to get that transformation, it's time for you to push a little harder. I know I'm pushing a little harder this year, so that goes for me, too. I'm not just speaking at you. I'm speaking, <laughs> talking to myself also, okay? The third thing to point out here is before we get into the content, I'm gonna let you go right now, real soon. Um, finding peace through the right pray and release philosophy. Great philosophy. Uh, I absolutely believe in this concept, this, philo- this idea of how to start getting to your own serenity getting to your own peace learning to find some uh, tranquility in your life so listen up to what that is what that looks like the right pray and release philosophy um, enough of this introduction let's let you go get into this conversation with ayana mills god keeps blessing we with people Um, I'm not always going out actively looking for people, but when I run across people and I ask them to be on the show, they're like, yes. And it's such a blessing to have, uh, the, the, the whole gamut of people we have in entrepreneurs to authors to speakers. And then we have other entrepreneurs who are helping speakers and entrepreneurs to help them with their books. And this is another, I'm not only best-selling author today, but someone who's also in the same industry as me. And of course, I, you get to listen in and hear another perspective than my own. Uh, so I want to go ahead and get started with today's episode uh, and get right into this bio. And so we can go into getting Ayana's story and hearing more about what it is from her perspective especially coming from, you know, matter of fact, let me read the bio, I don't want to tell her story, let her tell her own story. Miss Ayana Mills Gallo MBA is a number one international best-selling author. Ayana's books are not just best-selling in the United States where she lives, but also the United Kingdom, Canada, France, and India. Ayana is a Temple University alumni, a native of New York, and a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha, he's AKA sorority, Inc. She currently resides in Alpharetta, Georgia, USA. Ayanna Mills Gallo is also an evangelist and a hip-hop music enthusiast. Her purpose is to be an intersection between the Bible, God, and the community, hip-hop, in order to help others create success. Her mission is to help others heal internal pain, which is hip so that they can have happiness, opportunities, and prosperity. Hop, you see what she did there? I love the acronyms are already in there. All right, wordplay, I love it. In 2019, Ayana was ordained and licensed as evangelist. She is also an AVP in underwriting for a leading international insurance company and the VP of operations at intervisionmagazine.com. Through her company, Thanks to Mills LLC, Ayana uses her voice and published writings to inspire strengthen families, and promote healing and personal development. Ayana coaches others through her signature program, Write, Write, Pray, and Release at writepreyrelease.com. And above all else, Ayana's favorite role is being a mom to her sons, Kobe and Caleb, who are both best-selling authors at the ages of 9 and 12. No excuses, people. Ayana is extremely driven, and her goal is to run her family as a successful Listeners. Ayana, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so very much for having me.
0: <laughs> most definitely, most definitely. Now, listen, now you're being all soft and quiet now. Girl, we're to bring this energy back to this thing, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know how bios make us sound so like wow, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't fantastic. add silly in there, and someone who laughs a lot in there. <laughs> mhm, mhm.
0: So tell us, is there anything else that you want to add to your bio? I know you mentioned these twelve, these nine and twelve year old bestselling authors. We're definitely going to dive into that. Anything else you want to add? Pets, fish.
1: Just that, just that. You know, I am so happy to be in the position that I am right now with Mm -hmm. everything going on with the whole coronavirus and everything. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to be in the position that I am someone who listens to their spirit, Mm -hmm. someone who makes wise choices, you know, in a multitude of counsel, there is safety. So I'm happy about that. And I'm just happy to know the Lord. And I'm also happy to be a writer because it is a major stress relief right now with everything going on. So I am in a tough situation like everyone else in the world, but I'm happy because it can be a whole lot worse, but it's not. Thank God.
0: Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely feel you on that. Uh, Definitely been blessed in this situation, Um, not only for the family, but everything that's going on um, to have a stable, stable position and place to be. This is awesome for me. Um, And, you know, I would not be on here talking to you. If I were not in a good place, I'd have other things on my mind. So I'm grateful for you being here and for God bringing us together. Uh, thank you for that opening. So let's get into some of these questions. And the first one, definitely a, a lob, a softball at you. Um, and that is, what are you reading now?
1: Oh, my goodness. What am I reading now? Well, the the book that I have by my bed right now that I'm actively reading is a book by someone who is a friend in my head and her name is Nona Jones. Mm -hmm. The book is called Success from the Inside Out. Mm -hmm. And yes, Success from the Inside Out. And it is amazing. I identify with the author so much. I saw her on, first of all, I heard her on the radio and I really liked what I heard, so I like followed her and I ordered the book. But then after that, I saw her on various TV programs. So I said, wow, OK, uh, I guess everyone takes to her like that, like I did. But she's mm-hmm. a new author and she's someone who's been successful in a corporate em- arena like I have. Mm-hmm. But she just never felt successful on the inside because of past trauma and things of that nature. So I really identify with her, I identify with her writing. And the book is amazing.
0: You said uh, you said her name is Nona.
1: Nona Jones.
0: Nona Jones.
1: And Nora. yeah, I believe on Instagram, her name is Nona, not Nora. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. All right. We have some man. I see some some stuff out there on these social media handles. Yes. Especially a guy named his name is not John. Like. I, <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I
0: like it. <laughs> awesome, like awesome, it. awesome. All right. So we definitely have that in the show notes, especially with a new, a new author you're saying here. Um, yeah, absolutely. Love it. Big bright covers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm check that one out myself. And I just came out here it's amazing. earlier this year, beginning of this year. Cool. Found it. We have to check that out. All right. So let's get into your story. Okay. So tell us about your business. And uh, more importantly, why you do what you do.
1: Right. No, thank you very much for that question. My business and why I do what I do. First, let me just start off saying that I, um, I'm a planner, but I never planned to do this. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I, um, I started out, it's only been one year. Actually, it's 11 months. It's one year on April the 21st. Mm-hmm. A year ago, I was talking to a friend in about um, in the beginning of February of 2019. And he was having some problems. And I was telling him some things he could do to, you know, change his mindset and to try to like really heal that pain that he has been carrying on for so long. Just giving him some tools for life to help him to press forward and as I was like counseling him and coaching him he says to me this is really good I wish I can hear this every day
2: Hmm. so
1: I said hmm okay I'm gonna write you a book (laughs)
2: Uh (laughs) I'm gonna write you a book
1: so I said okay so he needed it so I had to write it I couldn't sit on it for 10 years so I started oh. writing in February, yeah, I started writing what? it in February <laughs> I started writing in February and I published it in April
2: Absolutely. and
1: that's kind of how I got into it and the the interesting thing about the person that I was trying to help he's a male, obviously he's male, but mm-hmm. also I wanted to make sure that he read the book, mm-hmm. so I said. How can I be creative with this? It's a devotional. How can I be creative to make sure that he reads it? So now I am a hip-hop enthusiast. I love hip-hop music. Yeah. And he used to be in a rap group back in the day. Uh, so I said, I am going to give this book a hip-hop theme. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And yeah. then,
1: yeah. So that, that's how I came up with my first book, God and Hip-Hop a 21-day biblical devotional inspired by hip-hop
0: love it love yo um i got i'm a, first off i'm gonna say this i have no problem with that i love it i, I was looking through the book and was like yo this is creative it's clever but it's also <laughs> informative and, and i'm i'm the type of guy that um for uh, at least 10 years now i i've been banging christian hip-hop and gospel hip-hop, mm-hmm. like, just mm-hmm. banging it. Like, I'm riding down the street, just like the youngsters are down the street. Right, and they're listening to this, right. And I'm banging my hip-hop, my Christian hip-hop, and they getting, people getting, getting people rides. They're like, dude, what is this? I'm like, that's Christian hip-hop, bro. And they're like, um, but it's going off. They get like, it's going off. Yes. But, uh, then they hear, they know it's Christian. i change it a little bit. But I like that you're doing those, the fusion. Right, and I want to ask you, what was that like for you? Um, to try to mold and merge these two ideas and still have a cohesive book without trying to do too much, Let's deliver this message, just creatively like that. What was that like? Because there's some of us who have these big ideas like, oh, what if I did this and this and this in and in a book, but they never really get around to doing it and you did it in
2: two months.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah so, um, so the theme actually came after I wrote it.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: I wrote the devotional And then I had each topic that I wanted to cover for him and people like him. Mm -hmm. So then I went to find like songs or things from the hip hop community that kind of went along with the topic. Mm -hmm. So I added that piece in later. Mm -hmm. And I just literally like, um, you know, like they people say all the time, you you know, it's the hand you're dealt. And I don't really believe in that. I believe in finding creative ways to still win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so what mm-hmm. that did was, that took me, I'm, I'm from New York, you know, so um, I'm from the hood. <laughs> mm-hmm. And one game that we used to play was called Spades. Yeah. And in, in Spades, <laughs> yeah, Spades, I, I love Spades, I love Spades. But the thing I like about Spades is that, you know, you don't, you don't throw your hand in. The only time you can throw your hand in is if you have no spades. Mm-hmm. So to me, what that equates to, you can't give up on life until you take your last breath. As long as you are breathing, mm-hmm. then you have to play the hand, play to win. You may not get there by winning 10 books. You might get there by going a blind. You never know. You mm-hmm. might run to Boston. You mm-hmm. just have to find <laughs> different ways <laughs>
2: to yeah. make
1: it and. God will give you the grace and the strength to do it. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is how I did it. I wrote it, and then I identified with the different things from hip hop that would apply to the topic.
0: Mm. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So uh, I got so I got about three things that we gotta we gotta break some things out. Some bars already dropped in here. You heard the first <laughs> one, and I'm gonna go back to the first one right now, and then I'm gonna come back up to this whole spades. And God thing right here, but also into how the editing thing. So we're got, we got about three things to break down real quick. Uh, first and foremost, <laughs> you said he needed the book right now, so I couldn't wait ten years. My goodness, you know how many people here? You probably hear it too. Say I've been writing, trying to think about writing this book for uh for years now and didn't do it and i i was the same way i had a book i even had outlines and didn't write anything for years but it was it came to this point and i think it's because for yours it's so visceral it's like so real to you right there right in your face
2: mm-hmm. you knew somebody mm-hmm. that
0: needed it where the rest of us a lot of us are like oh there's some people who, who could need this who could need this book But there's someone in front of you like i need to help you right now um
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you're so from our for the listeners y'all if you have this book Take heart to what Ayana said in this opening story about a person said, I need to hear this every day. And she's saying, I need to write, I need to write a book and then getting to work because what did you say? He needs it he right needed now. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, stop being selfish people. Stop being selfish with that message. God has. you. God has you designed purposely to deliver. Right, stop being selfish with that. Matter of fact, oh, that reminds me. I was watch. I was on Instagram. We were talking about the gram. Um, a guy on there named Jason Capital was talking to another guy named Joel Brown, and Joel Brown was a guy who started addicted to success. Okay, um, that just blew up. Right, his website blew up, and he was uh, there was somewhere, in some some place or whatnot, uh, at an event, and Joel Brown was talking to Grant Cardone and some other people and um, Joel was talking about how he had this book that he was working on. And another person at the table asked him how long he'd been working on the book. And he said he'd been working on it for some years at this point. And then um, mm-hmm. the guy asked him, why uh, why, you been t- why is it taking you so long to write the book? Why you've you been working on it for years? Then Grant Cardone staring at him, he says he could feel him staring at him, and Grant was like, uh, or Uncle G if you want to call him, he says, I know why you didn't do it. And so he's like, you do? Why did, Joel's like, why, why do you think I do it? He said, <laughs> I, he goes into a little bit of cursing, okay? But basically, he says, you're a punk. <laughs> that's, <What>? about, <laughs> that's why you haven't finished it. And he told him to stop being selfish and stop being a punk and get it done. There's people done. that you're supposed to be helping, and you're being a punk about getting it done. Get it done. That's right. So, um, that's right. But he gives a little more harsh words, so. Trying to, for the sake of these Nice, <laughs> nice.
2: I right like those
1: parts <laughs> Nice. I like that. I might have to. I might have to use something like that to tell. Come on with it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I like it. I like now,
0: it. Now, I want to ask you here, because you you brought in this idea about the about God and and the the spades and so forth and. I, and the first thing that came to my mind, I just want to hear your feedback on this, your return, uh, your your response to this, is that if I don't, even if I don't have any any spades in the in my deck, and my hand, that's been dealt to me. And you guys, if you don't know spades, you got to go, go go Google it or something.
2: Because <laughs> we're going down a rabbit
0: hole right now. Um, but then you always got God as your trope card, so you always got one trope card in there, right?
1: Bam bars
0: bars. <laughs> so I mean, so tell. Okay, so now with that being said, I need to know now what what brings this home to you. What about that idea? Um, why yeah. is that true to you? What happened in your war wow. story that made you realize oh, wow. I always got a trump card?
1: Wow, you you're good because I can tell that you coach people. What they're writing, I can tell because you can look inside and say, "Well, there is a reason why she yeah. can't identify with that like that unless she has." You oh, you ain't
0: leaving, you ain't leaving that easy. No, uh-uh, you ain't getting I away with
1: that. like it, I like it. Yeah, wow, you are absolutely right. And no, I was not going to talk about that. Uh So yeah, (laughs) I will, but you know what? It's okay. It's okay. That's good because that's what I teach my writers. You got to reach down inside and pull it out. Right. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. people can relate to you. How can I relate to him so much? So I get ready for this. Mm
2: -hmm. Get
1: ready. I was born six weeks after my mother's 13th birthday. Okay. And I can definitely identify with, holding on to life because number one I was conceived in rape Mm. Mm -hmm. number two they took her to have an abortion but it was Mm. too late okay Mm. so yes so you can see why now number one I wasn't planned I thought I was unwanted unloved but I know that God planned I learned that later Mm
2: -hmm. but I thought Mm -hmm. I was
1: unwanted and unloved because I was conceived in rape I'm one percent of the people on the planet that was conceived in rape. And number two, they took my mom to have an abortion, but it was too late. Mm-hmm. So, you know, two times, not really supposed to be here playing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then third thing, they have this whole abortion law and they say, oh, it's okay if you abort the baby if it's dealing with rape. We don't believe in abortion except for rape. Again, mm. trying to eliminate life. So yes, I do have a connection for life and keeping on going as long as you can, because mine tried to be taken from me before it even got started.
2: Uh Uh
1: So that is my connection with it, being conceived in rape, and um, really thinking like, I'm really not supposed to be here, like no one wanted me here. But that's Uh because I didn't grow up in church. But Uh I I, I grew up listening to hip hop. So that Uh really helped motivate me because That's I felt awful. Yeah, I felt awful because I felt like nobody wanted me or loved me. But mm-hmm. I enjoyed listening to hip hop music because I also was very silent as a child because I never wanted to upset anyone. See, when you yeah. think like you're really not supposed to be here and no one wants you, you kind of be quiet and try to be nice to everybody and just be quiet. You don't, you know, you don't use your voice, mm-hmm. but I loved hip hop music because they expressed themselves mm-hmm. they were not afraid to express themselves if they were in tough situations they expressed it and for me it made me feel better about my life
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it helped uplift me between the beats of the music the motivating tempos of, of the of the music mm-hmm. and the, the the voice the voice and, the, and then, you know the passion behind them telling their stories about how messed up their life was about what they came out of it actually helped motivate me out of a difficult situation.
0: Interesting. You no, know, you can't you can't throw that out there and just leave it and think I'm gonna let it go. You might as well go ahead and keep going. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna throw it out
2: there and let it go.
1: you know, you are good. I am enjoying this so much. You you really are inspiring me because you're doing to me what I do to other <laughs> people. <laughs> And it hasn't been done to me before. And I'm like, wow, this is good. You're pulling this out of me. And thank you. Thank you very much because I haven't been asked these questions. I've had so many interviews and um, no one's asked me these questions. So, yes, um, I came out of a difficult situation, but God's hand was on my life. You know, the part I didn't tell you, mm-hmm. and I know we don't have a long show, so I don't want to. I'm bombarded with this but the part I didn't tell you is that the man who raped my mother was her stepfather and he was my grandmother's husband and my grandmother actually allowed him to remain in the home so I saw him yeah it had to be very difficult for her Mm -hmm. but I saw him every day of my life until he died so I lived in a home with my biological father who raped my mother. Uh I lived in a home with both of them until I was um, 14 years old. So it was very difficult being in a house like that because my mother never talked to him. She barely spoke to me, but she never spoke to him. Uh She did not speak at all. She was very silent. She was kind of locked in her room every day after work. And for me, the house was full of noise and I, I wanted an escape. So my mother was also very overprotective of me because of what happened to her. So Absolutely. she wouldn't allow me to go anywhere. She wouldn't allow me to go anywhere. But school, school mm-hmm. be plain, we, was the only place I could go. It became my place of refuge. Mm-hmm. So I had perfect attendance, perfect attendance <laughs> from the time I started school all through high school. I never missed a day of school. Mm-hmm. because i wanted to escape the noise at home and even wow. though my parents didn't speak the the man i still can hear it in my head it was so difficult to drown it out it was just a tough situation to grow up in
2: mm-hmm. and i
1: i i am so thankful to my mother because she didn't let me do a lot of things
2: mm-hmm.
1: i had school i put everything into school the only thing I didn't like was summertime because I I can't go to school. So I would get a whole bunch of dittos and <laughs> we used to call them dittos say the I'm someone my age. Mm-hmm. I used to get a whole bunch of dittos, a, a work packet the last mm-hmm. day of school and bring them home and do them all summer and play school by myself because that was my therapy. Writing and reading and learning and playing school was my, my therapy. And it's just that um it helps me. It helped me, though. It helped me be successful. Mm-hmm. It helped me develop a very good work ethic. You know, I graduated from every school I went to with honors.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: and it allowed me to achieve, you know, financial success in my arena mm-hmm. prior to becoming an author. So that is what my life did. I, I I took something that was very challenging and I applied something so positive. I didn't know the Lord, but I had school where I was getting accolades because. I did well and I enjoyed that feeling. And then I had my hip hop music that helped me, that just get me going, you know? So those are two very, very big things that I had that helped me get past.
0: Awesome. I love, I love, I love, first off, thank you for being so um, transparent, for being, just for telling that story. And that takes, uh, you probably said it before. But again, it's not something you're sharing all the time and I appreciate you for being open enough to do it. I know I pride, that's just what what I do, it's my job. (laughs) (laughs) Because somebody needs to hear that story and which leads Mm -hmm. me to what what I was gonna say here, um, as in similar to how you use hip hop as a way for someone that's voicing your feelings, your emotions and allowing you to feel connected to someone There's someone else family, uh, TFE family, there's someone else out here who needs to hear your story so that they don't feel alone, that they know Mm there's someone else has been through what you've been through, or a similar situation have come out on the other end, they're looking and grasping for some hope. And if you're holding Mm -hmm. that message, shame on you. And I don't want to keep shaming y'all, so we're going. To... <laughs> but no, you have It to. is with the you truth fish.
1: <laughs> yeah, truth because is. you know, silence is a is a you know, we respond to trauma by silence, like I did. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, when I first told my, my story, finding some closing
0: in and, 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 and finding, totally. uh, finding some way of um, protecting yourself.
1: Absolutely, because with silence comes shame. You have mm-hmm. shame, and mm-hmm. you need to get rid of that shame. You need to understand that listen, it wasn't a perfect situation, but it's the past. You got to get rid of the shame. No Mm -hmm. one's life is all that perfect. You got to get rid of the secrets, the shame and the silence and break free. Break Mm -hmm. free by having your voice, using your voice. So I really get inspired by helping others. So what hip hop stands for is healing internal pain Mm -hmm. so that you can have happiness, opportunities and prosperity. Mm -hmm. That's hip hop. And with hip hop, you need God. God stands for goals and gratitude, Mm -hmm. optimism and determination. So with God, goals, optimism and determination, you can heal your internal pain and have happiness, opportunities and prosper. That's God in hip hop.
0: (laughs) Ah, now like, oh, you just brought it all together, wrapped it up for me. Nicely done, nicely done, nicely done. (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, the craziest thing, I was—I just scrolled up to make sure I was like, "There's something up here that this connects to," and then you just explained it before I got to the question. Interesting. Okay, so so now with this this whole segue here, and I still still a bar we didn't talk about, and we're gonna get back to it. But um, there's this thing that you said that you did for this front this guy about a year ago, and my mm-hmm. thing is. Based upon the whole, the idea, the philosophy that you have here, uh, the things, that, the trauma that you've overcome and started to build your own habits, your own coping mechanisms, and then start expressing yourself, the fact that you have two, two boys that, you lo- that you're loving on, um, the, the question here is, that wasn't the first time that you did that for, uh, for someone else, correct? Or was that the first time, this gentleman a year ago?
1: Uh, about writing
0: a, a book? About helping or, uh, to, to help someone to oh have no, a conversation. It's, it's
1: mm-hmm. who I am. It's who mm-hmm. I am. It's, it's okay. why he confided in me because everyone knows that they can tell me anything without judgment. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So is this something that you would like, you're, you're working your corporate job, whatnot, and you're deciding and people are coming to you, just, do you feel people just come, coming to you or how does this typically happen?
1: So this happens in my personal life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where I'm their voice of reason. They call me the voice of reason. I'm even Mm -hmm. my mother's voice of reason now. Yeah, I'm the voice of reason because, you know, and people don't understand how I'm the voice of reason, but I'm the voice of reason because what God did was, you see my grandfather who did that to my mom, he actually was a part of my family. He was my grandfather. So I loved him very much. Mm
2: -hmm. So
1: how can I love someone who did something so terrible is the Mm -hmm. question. He was very good to me. But what God did was God allowed me to see his spirit in him. And I Mm. learned to love people unconditionally. Mm -hmm. That's what God showed me through that situation. So because I can love someone like that unconditionally, it makes it a lot easier to be able to relate to other people. What Mm -hmm. I did was I looked in closer. Why did he do that? You know, He's not a monster. No one is. And then I found out that It happened to him when he was younger. Mm -hmm. A lot of his family members did the same thing he did and they ended up in jail. So Mm -hmm. it was a common thing that they did where he was from. So it made me look deeper because I don't think anyone is evil. No one chooses to make poor choices. Mm -hmm. So yes, so when I'm talking to people, they will continue to come back to me and I'll be their voice of reason because I can see something different. I can reach down and pull it out versus Mm -hmm. just what's on the surface. And I think that that's what does it, so I, I've been coaching people for a long time, and then mm-hmm. you know that that you, you're, you're so in corporate i I do have to do that in corporate, but not so much, mm-hmm. but it's a mm-hmm. it's kind of like a way of life, like even with my children, mm-hmm. I have to to do that you know, I have two boys and <laughs> you know.
0: That's so, awesome. Yeah. I get it. I, I absolutely get that. I absolutely get that. Um, so let's go into, let's move into, into this idea of publishing. Um, so we talked about you published the first book, uh, you know, last year, uh, and so you, how many books have you done since then?
1: <laughs> I've done about, um, I've done five like novels book books, wow. and about, <laughs> and about five journals of seven. So I'm I like ten
0: excellent, so you said fiction and
1: nonfiction no, all nonfiction transformational books
0: okay 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 okay, excellent 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 so are you these books that you've been that you've been writing and especially the journals and so forth, are they all what are they all focused on because the, the question here is like you know what was your business like before you wrote this first book, and then what's happened since you've written these books? Uh, how are these books helping you in Wow. In your
1: business? You're so good. I really appreciate your questions. (laughs) I I really appreciate the questions because you, you can connect everything. You're like, okay, there has to be something that connects the (laughs) dots. So I'll tell you what connects the dots. See, you are good, 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 good. Let me just tell you, you are really inspired. I knew you were good, but you're good. Okay. Let me tell you. The thing is, when I was growing up, there were a lot of people who couldn't read and write in my family. Mm -hmm. And, um, I went on to be successful, right? I learned a lot, but where I came from, a lot of people don't know the things that I know. So what I did through my books, I'm teaching them what I learned. That's my way of giving back. That's Mm. my ministry. Mm -hmm. So like God in hip hop is a 21 day biblical devotional. I'm applying what I learned in the corporate world. One Mm -hmm. of the chapters in God in hip -hip hop is called the greatness commandments. Mm -hmm. These are, 10 steps that I'm telling them about how to make it in business from greeting people with a smile to researching people before the interview, you know, to um, have, you know, having a positive mindset. So I'm using what I've learned and applying it and in a creative way. And then my second novel is called Black Man Preferred. Right. And that is an inspirational guide for boys to men. And I'm doing the same thing. I'm telling them, listen, women are not your problem. Black men, it comes, (laughs) it goes all the way back to the whole Willie Lynch syndrome. So let's love one of women. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how do you get out of a a broken situation and make it better?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And I just apply, I have smart goals planning in that book. Mm
2: -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know?
1: Uh, the spirit of excellence is all in my books. So I take issues from the community, the African-American community, things that are commonly struggled with in the African-American community. I apply my spiritual knowledge with my mm-hmm. corporate knowledge and my education and give it to them. Mm-hmm. So all of my books are teaching books. They're all nonfictional, transformational stories are transformational devotion to take people from one place to the next place. It's that to sense. help them to, for personal development. And so that, that's what my books are.
2: My, um,
1: mm-hmm, so my whole my whole focus is, is my ministry, healing internal pain so they can have happiness, opportunities and prosper. But you mm-hmm. do need the business aspects of it, the goals, the optimism and determination. You, you need that also. So I do. I compile everything that I know, and I put it into those books, so that they're getting my spiritual, they're getting my education, they're getting my work experience, mm-hmm. and they get my street, my street smart. Well, right, yeah. you can you can't
0: leave that out. there. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So now let me let me let me let me ask you this this question as follows that as following this line of um, line of books here, because one thing that I have with uh, some authors is they're multi-passionate, right? And mm-hmm. what I'm hearing from you, are, even with your multiple passions, that you found a way to put them all together, but you're able to do that because you focus in the end on this like one ideal type of person that you're speaking to. Um, so got it. I wanna I wanna ask you how important from, from a person who helps other people become authors, um, I, I wanna stress this point, <laughs> listen up family, what, why is it so important for you to really hone in on who that person that you're talking to? And that way you're starting to really pull in all these things, but how, why is that, why is that so important? And how, and cause I, right. I see that because you, you, you're so clear on that. Now, you know what the next mm-hmm. book is the next book. And the next book is become so much clearer what you need to do. You already so know. Why, you do. Why is it so
2: important?
1: Why is it so important? Mm-hmm. Because the way I view it is, now, the people, now I will tell you this when I'm writing the books, I have a picture of the person I'm writing in front of. Ooh, that person boy. will be a black, yeah, good. that Ooh, person is going good. to be uh, a black male with a hood on his head. And oh, I look at his picture. And if you look at the back of my book, Black Man Preferred, you'll see that guy in the hood on the back of the book. That's who I'm writing to so that oh, I can so stay good. on track.
0: That's so Because good. that's, that's so who
1: good. I'm trying to reach. You know, I'm trying to reach the lost in the African American community. And that is my my target audience. And the reason why I'm so passionate about it is because that's where I come from. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like, how will they know this if I don't tell them? Mm. I don't know.
0: All right, Pharaoh. Talking talking to Pharaohs, excuse me, Moses. <laughs> uh, excellent, excellent, excellent. So okay okay. Oh, I really Y'all, that, the only other person I've heard say something similar to that uh, idea of having a picture was, uh, is Russell Brunson, where he's like, he literally took a picture out. Um, he created this idea of the character he wanted to talk to, the, this ideal client. And then he Googled, and he gave him a name, and then he went and Googled that
2: person's <laughs> name,
0: and then printed out the picture. And every time he sat down to write copy, to write his, his webinars, or whatever he was doing, he was look at that person and be like, what does you, what do you want, Julie? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And write mm-hmm. to Julie. I just heard you say that. That is, oh, that is so good. That That is, yo, that is, that's big time right
2: there. Yeah.
0: That's a big time oh, nugget you. right there. That's a big time nugget thank right you. there. Um, thank you. It's something that I didn't, that I want to, I want to go back to something that, um, that's going to go into this next idea of uh, uh, what you've learned during this writing process and not so much just about your writing process, but what, um, what you've learned about yourself, you know, personally, mentally, emotionally, whatever, something about that outside of the writing, what have you learned about yourself, um, or about life. But before we get there, there's something that came up in the beginning and I said, I got to come back to it. I've been holding out on this. You (laughs) talked about writing the initially writing this first book, um, the the god in hip-hop the 21 day devotional and then mm-hmm. you went back and you started adding in the hip-hop elements and and it evolved more from that and <clears throat> what i'm what i'm hearing there is that the importance of the editing process so i want to ask you how what is kind of your this is guess we wanted a tip for, for for the for the audience here from a lot of self-publishers what is your tips? uh, Give a tip here on doing this editing process. How do I go about being refining my initial ideas so that it's really Mm
2: -hmm.
0: to what I'm trying to do, you know, because you get writing and just kind of writing. And then it's like, that's not Mm -hmm. quite how I wanted to say it. So what do I do? Mm -hmm. And what do you how do I uh, improve it and refine my writing?
1: Oh, that's, that's really, that's a great question. Again, and I will tell you that I am so overprotective of my writing <laughs> that um, I, because I think it's so amazing because I believe God gives me these ideas and I don't want what anyone you to take them. So I'm so overprotective. So what I do is I don't have a writing coach. No, I don't need one. But what I do is I will get a couple of people and I will send mm. a piece of it to each one of them
2: and ask (laughs) so you you got
0: pages 1 through 15 you got (laughs) 16 through 30 literally
1: dividing it up yeah awesome okay dividing it up what do you get from this how does this make you feel Mm. you know and um and i want to know if i'm if i'm capturing what i'm trying to capture you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. so that's what i do after afterwards before i turn it into the actual editor Mm. but i get people in my you know to make sure i'm delivering my message Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and then after that i will go back and do the tweaks because i love honest feedback you know Mm -hmm. because i'm you know i'm on a mission i want to make sure that it's right Mm.
2: it's important
1: when you're trying to help people you got to get it right you know Mm -hmm. so i i i my a lot of my stuff is inspired by people who have, you know, confided in me because I'm trying to heal problems for people. But people that I know have been through them,
2: mm-hmm, so
1: mm-hmm. I go to them and you know the ones that that the tear up when they read it. I'm like, okay, that's I did what I was supposed to do. They healing those those tears are healing. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's... that's what I do, and then I give it to the editor and. Um, I do review it with an attorney.
2: <laughs> uh, I do.
1: And um that's because I have to be mindful. Like I did hip hop. I did change it at the end because you can't quote song lyrics. Right? Okay,
2: okay, okay, so, okay, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You can't quote song lyrics and um I had the titles named after all um songs, but I changed that also just to make sure that I'm doing everything right. So you um, would have had to
0: get permission from each one of those artists in order, or their families or whatever, in order for you to use
1: those? Correct. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Then you would have had yeah. to have all that information in the front saying, I got permission from them. Okay. okay, And I
1: can't do that because you and I both know I had to get the book out because he needed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. So I wrote mm-hmm. my own. <laughs> I wrote my own bars. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and um, so Black Man Preferred is mostly,
0: so we're about halfway through today's show i told you it was gonna be awesome oh man so i want to give you a quick word from our sponsor and then we're going to come right back to the rest of the interview today's show is sponsored by thought fortune press you probably know that if you're not an authority in your industry nobody's hearing your message and you may know that the number one way to build your authority is by authoring a book. What you probably don't know is that you can write the manuscript for your book in less than four hours. I'm D. Arlando Fortune, the lead self-publishing strategist for Thought Fortune Press, where we turn your ideas into a branded book that brings in the cash by sharing your unique message and positioning you as an authority in your industry. If you're an entrepreneur or a speaker who's thinking about already writing or want to publish your next book, but you don't wanna write it, or you just wanna get help getting it done, your first step is a Wealthy Author Roadmap. This is a call to help us get to the heart of what you do for your customers. Together, we'll determine how a book will help you establish more credibility in your customers' minds and make a bigger impact in their lives, while also, of course, increasing your revenues. During the call, we'll walk you through designing your book's outline and its content and create a publishing timeline that fits your goals, even if that means getting it done in as little as 90 days. What makes us different is that we know a book is only the first step into your world. Not only do we help you write the book, but we work with you on creating a signature suite of products, all from your book's one outline. We do all of this using the five phases of our proprietary system, the signature book formula. To get started on your personalized wealthy author roadmap, go to thoughtfortunepress.com and click the gold start here button at the top of the page. Now remember, you're only one book away. So let us at Thought Fortune Press guide you to becoming an author. Go to thoughtfortunepress.com today. Cool. All right. Um. So now let's get back to those bars from Miss Ayana and uh, close this out really strong. She's going to tell you to get your message out there and I'm going to let you hear her in the, and hear her passion. And now she's going to try to get you to just mm, share that message. Back to the interview. Got yeah. So, it. um. Yeah.
1: and I'm just to connect one more thing for you. What I do is I you know, the way everything comes together, you know, like I tell people, the thing you get out of writing is that writing increases creativity for other things, mm-hmm. period.
2: Mm-hmm. When you write
1: and you're at one with your thoughts and it's a stress reliever, the more mm-hmm. you write, the better you'll become at it. You become a better speaker, a better presenter. You know, you'll become a better person and it really increases your creativity. So some things that I put together or ideas that I got while I was writing.
2: Mm-hmm. So I got
1: ideas about other things. So like, you know, with God in hip hop, you know, I actually, I took it further and I turned it into a, a brand. I, I, I have a company, <laughs> God in mm-hmm. hip hop company, t-shirts. I had a, a web show. I, I canceled the web show. I have, um, I trademarked it. You know, I have my children involved and I've gotten hip hop kids.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, um, You know, I basically built the business off of the the first book that I wrote because of things that have come up during my writing of other books. You know, writing is fun, you know, and it is a way to express yourself. And I'm telling you, it really makes you more creative when you write down your feelings instead of venting them to other people. You know, some people say, if you're upset, write an email, but just don't send it.
0: Yeah, I've done that. And I've also wrote that. it and, and, and it sent it.
1: And it sent it. <laughs> <laughs> and you that was in my 20s. Right? I didn't
0: know any better.
1: And t- <laughs> <laughs> but why do they say that? They say that because it makes you feel better once you write it out. Mm-hmm. So I say, write it out so at your loved ones you will not shout. And write, pray, relief. So you can have peace.
0: Mm, bars. I heard you. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard you. So, I, I, and, I, and I thank you for answering that question. You wrapped it up in there. And that is such a, um, I, I, a keen idea uh, is that when you're writing, how, clarity in your, when you're, how much more clarity comes as a result of writing. And, um, mm-hmm. now, and, and, and it continues to evolve. Now, you mentioned your kids. You brought them back in here. So, we have a nine and a 12-year-old best-selling author. What do they write? Oh, about?
1: yeah. So the first books, um, they have their individual books, but the first thing they did were j- journals. So mm-hmm. my little one has a dog and hip hop kids, don't fight, just write.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and it's
1: a journal, a journal to write out things. And then my other son, his is rappers are writers,
2: mm-hmm.
1: to increase writing. And then my oldest son, my 12 year old, he is a co author of Black Man Preferred.
2: Oh, awesome. and
1: Yeah, yeah. And he has his own book. It's called Kid to President. I haven't published it yet, but I told him he has to get in line. But his own book is called Kid to President because he actually wants to be president of the United States one day. Excellent. So, um, but it. God has blessed me with them. Those boys are amazing. They, um, because I am a single mom and th- th- that dad is amazing, we co parent effectively.
2: Mm-hmm. but he
1: doesn't live he doesn't live here he lives 10 hours away
2: okay
1: so it's me and them I don't have they don't like to stay with other people so mm-hmm. they're with me they're, I call I, I refer I say my team I mean my children yeah. but they're part of they're part of this business with me because That's they're that, always that. with me so they have to be so my writing program I it really started from me teaching them and I just made it for adults but they're both very excellent writers amazing writers and my oldest son he he had a grade he had a 100 on his essay the other day i said let me see that he said no he showed me the grade i said let me see the essay he said no i said why not he said because you're always still in my stuff I said, oh. <laughs> 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 gotta love it gotta
2: love it yeah my stuff. yeah love yeah. it love it love
0: it and 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 yo know, that there is a subtle, a subtle bar for, the, for those um, who are still trying to create, craft your products. One of these ideas is that, and I, and I like to say this to, um, to my entrepreneurs who are, are trying to be thought leaders and whatnot, um, trying to create programs. It's like, if you cannot explain this to a fifth grader, That's right. you don't know it well enough. That's um, right. That doesn't mean that you can't still write, do it, do it, but you, that's there's right. some aspect it of it that you need to go back and get down better so that you can explain it to a fifth grader. You know, that's, right. um, that's,
2: right. and that's what I just heard because you say. is
0: like you created your program because right. it was explaining it to a fifth grader.
1: <laughs> that's right. And because what is the average reading age in America?
0: Seven. I heard it was seventh grade, but I don't know where it is now.
1: I think it's, <laughs> it's supposed to be eighth. It's supposed <laughs> to be eighth.
2: That's okay.
1: <laughs> so it's supposed to be eighth so I need to make sure like if my kids can understand it then I know they can understand it mm-hmm. because you know my audience may not be educated of mm-hmm. course right absolutely. Absolutely. so I have to I have to you know if they can understand it they're very bright but they're mm-hmm. also very young
2: mm-hmm. then I have mm-hmm. a
1: great chance of my audience understanding it
0: absolutely love that love that love that love that so mm-hmm. um as we as as we Transition a little here. I want to, um, into some promotion type things here. I want to ask you this quick question because I want, before we move into you know the writing, um, your writing ideas, I want to get a quick something, quick something for those who are suffering, those who have heard your story and have identified and they want their hurt, they got listened as far, waiting for you to tell them something, um, on how mm-hmm. maybe that first step of starting to do some of that healing or moving into a place of growth or acceptance or whatever it is, whatever that may be, what is that first step in healing that you may give them that can use today? uh, This Mm
1: -hmm. is moving. Mm -hmm. The first thing is to pull it up. Don't bury the pain. Identify with the pain. It's okay. You know, pull it up, pull up the pain. What, what hurts you? Think about it and write about it. It doesn't have to be formatted. It doesn't have to be in the form of a book. You don't need your outline. Just write. Write every day. Just journal. Journal every day, however you're feeling. Write about it. If traffic is annoying you, write about it. Because the more you write, you are able to connect the dots for why you're so passionate about mm. this. And it may be because of some pain that you've been dealing with. The more you write, you get to learn yourself. The mm. more healing comes. You write, write, write and that's why i say write pray and release so you can have peace write you pray you release a lot of frustration you release a lot of pain you release anxiety a lot of people have writing anxiety there's no reason to have writing anxiety because no. all you got to do is write <laughs> oh i'm sorry i got i stepped in on that but that was
0: yes i know exactly what you mean there
1: yeah, you just, you just, when you write, it's just like having a conversation, an uninterrupted conversation with yourself. Mm-hmm. You write how you feel. You can't have anxiety if you're identifying with your feelings. Mm-hmm. Just don't think about writing and just write. When you stop thinking about writing, you, you, you're able to write.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that, that's the one thing is that people need to, whenever they're faced with anything, what is the purpose of writing this? Just think about that. Don't think about all that comes with it. Who's going to read it? How is it going to sound? Is it going to be okay? No, just forget all of that. Because the more you write, the better you will come at it. The more creative you'll become with it. And the better you'll be and feel. So to mm-hmm. overcome that anxiety, you just have to write just right. Just write every day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let me ask you this. I thank you for that because I absolutely, absolutely believe the power of downloading this the crap the mess out of your head. Um, and one thing i like to say mm-hmm. that, um, that, you know, you'll find your mess in that message. Um, but of course, the word mm-hmm. message, the combination of mess and age. So it might mm-hmm. take a, your mm-hmm. mess has been aged. Mm-hmm. A you down. you start seeing the message in there, but you're not seeing it until you're writing it down, the mess and um, let it marinate for a little bit. Um, and that's, that, that's the question I was going to ask you here is that you talked mm-hmm. about releasing it I love it. <laughs> right, pray, release. Love that. Now, what is that reflection period? Because I, I, I'm assuming that you said you you said connecting the dot dots. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. going to always just automatically see it. So, should I be? Do you recommend some type of reflection period? Um, a week mm-hmm. later, a month later, review a last mm-hmm. quarter, a year later, or what? What What would you recommend in that? Um, as talking about a long term type thing.
1: I definitely think that you should review I say in, semi-annually annually, twice a year. Mm, review okay. where you were at the beginning of the year versus where you are now along mm-hmm. in your journey. Mm-hmm. Not focus too much on it, but okay. just keep on going because mm-hmm. you'll feel the growth in yourself. You'll okay. feel the way you deal with things a lot better. When you release that pain and frustration, you're able to deal with other things better. You build up more tolerance and resilience. Mm-hmm. So Excellent. I do believe that um that writing process is is just so amazing and you I mean you feel better it's and I don't and I say writing I don't mean I don't mean typing either I mean (laughs) writing writing is something with the hand-eye coordination also you know it's just very therapeutic you can type it that's fine too but you're emptying out yourself Mm-hmm. you're emptying out putting it all down how you really feel
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then I think that as long as you're not being so hard on yourself you go back over and look at it you say well dang I had all of this inside
2: mm-hmm. man you
1: start you know having more compassion on yourself mm-hmm. you you're probably hard on yourself like I can get I can do this I can do this but what about what you went through you may be struggling to get there because inside you're still just struggling Mm -hmm. But when you actually see what you wrote about, you're like, oh, man, I did good. I was actually dealing with this thing, and I really, I did good. Look at where I'm at right now. I could be way worse. Mm -hmm. But that self-reflection comes just from having time with yourself. And I do have self-reflection questions at the end of each chapter of God and Hip Hop and everything. I always have self-reflection questions because that's how we we overcome, you know. So, yes, I do. I do provide my... um, my students what self-reflection questions I do and they are at the end of each chapter. I use the same questions. But mm-hmm. they go they apply for everything. And I am gonna tell you some of the questions. Yeah. One of the questions is one of the questions is, um who was there for you when you went through your, your pain? Or who should have been there for you? Who was there for you when you was going through? And who should have been there? Mm-hmm. That's a way for you to get out any unforgiveness, right? Mm. And, it, and it helps you have compassion for yourself too because maybe maybe you wasn't by yourself maybe you really was by yourself mm. you know or maybe you know this person should have been there for you but don't act like it didn't happen they were accountable they they were supposed to be held accountable but they weren't mm. but don't act like they, they weren't supposed to be write it out mm. so that's where the self-reflection it makes you really dig you know how did you feel and you know some of the writers they come back and they just I said, you know what, that's too safe. How did you really feel? You felt like you couldn't make it anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I want them to pull that out. And once you identify with those feelings after self-reflection, you write quicker than anything else.
0: Mm-hmm. Once you self reflect you you pull that you scab off, it starts flowing, huh?
1: It starts flowing out. Ooh, bars, yeah. It's the, I can tell you're a writer. You're a great writer, too. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell, but see, that's, I hear your creativity from the things you're saying. But that comes from being a writer. I can hear it all. Mm-hmm. And and that's how you're so in tune with your spirit and you identify with mine mm-hmm. because you're very you're very intelligent. But that comes I'm I'm telling you, that comes from you being a writer, from writing. That's oh, yeah. why you're this way. I mean I can tell you I have had a lot of radio, podcasts, web shows, everything over this last year. A lot. I was in a book tour. I had a whole lot but this is the very first time that I felt, first of all, I've been stalking you. <laughs> I wanted to connect with you because we do have, um, we, we are similar.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: I, I do like that about you. And I wanted to make sure I wasn't saying anything that, you know, taking anything from what you say, you know, I was yeah. mindful of that. But I, this interview with you has been the best one that I've had because sure. I, appreciate, I appreciate the way that you are able to connect the dots. If you had a writing program that I knew of that I could be a part of, I would, because what you also did was you provided some therapy for me to be able to connect more dots and get that out because no one has ever been able to connect it like that. They have pieces of it, but you identified it all Mm-hmm. And you and you wanted to know how it all connected because you connected the dots and and you had me to you know share. So I really appreciate and I am a very big fan of yours, a appreciate very it. big fan.
0: Appreciate it, appreciate it. Hey, this is that's that's the psychologist in me. That's that that wanting to know how's this working? <laughs> how, what's uh, what's happening yeah. under the hood right now? How's this gonna work?
2: Yes. Uh, and and, it's, and honestly, a it's a lot
0: quote. of selfishness in there. There's a lot of selfishness in there, and um, that, and and I, and I tell, you, and, I, and I'm saying this to the all, to the to the to the family, like to all of us um, looking to be writers, looking to be people who are serving our clients and customers, is that when we really start studying and trying to understand the people we are supposed to be helping, um, mm-hmm. I get fascinated. You gotta have this. My my mentor Jim Rohn say, you gotta have this fascination for life the way that a child does there's always trying to analyze studying your movements and the way you're Mm -hmm. seeing because then they learn and that's a psychological concept is that when we start doing and acting the same the way somebody else we start taking on our state and we start embodying and learning more about that person just by mimicking and mocking them right so the same Mm -hmm. thing I feel like when I ask these questions I'm trying to like how do how are you feeling? How are you walking? How are you talking when you're saying these things to me? Right. Um, so that I can really understand it, and then I learn more about myself. I learn more mm-hmm. about myself. This is really a selfish process right here, and everybody else gets to listen smart. to it. I'm I'm just being honest. It is selfish, uh, but I do. I, I thank That's you for, that, for the for the compliments there, and I, I do want to ask you this. We got to we got to get into. Um, this, this, this writing portion, this process that you, you started helping people with because it mm-hmm. is a key piece of what you're doing at, at this point. And you have other authors who you have your authors who are coming through learning more about themselves, learning more about the message and sharing about stories that most people are never going to hear right right but there's a community of people that need to hear them so um tell me more tell us tell us more about who the the people that you're serving the authors that you tend to to draw to you or attract to you and how Mm -hmm. uh, the messages that you're helping them to get out
1: right i target people who are they don't have to be a writer already but they're Mm -hmm. professional people who have a story like one person she has a school And um, she overcame dyslexia when she was younger. And then she became a teacher, right? And Mm -hmm. now she has her own school. So for me, I love a lot of people who who are dyslexic. They -hmm. need to hear someone who overcame it and how they overcame it. Not just someone who overcame it, but the steps you took to overcome it. So that type of stuff, and those stories I want in my books, in my, Mm -hmm. my writing, my anthology, my program. So I target people who are professional people who have overcome things that are commonly experienced, but not often discussed so they can help other people. And when they do that, I then help them to turn their story into a business so that they can get multiple streams of income. So she tell her story in my book, my book is, is going to become a, it is a bestseller. They all become bestsellers. So now you're a best-selling author. So mm-hmm. Now you have that. So now I teach her to go out to these groups where, where her target audience would be mm-hmm. to help. I mean, you're a teacher who overcame dyslexia. A lot of parents have dyslexic kids. They need help. Mm-hmm. You experienced it. Now you can go coach them and help them
2: mm-hmm. and
1: reach out to them. So you're providing a service to them and you're developing a business for yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Someone else. She was a three-time felon. She's a business owner.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. How did you go from being a felon, convicted felon to being a business owner? I need to hear that those stories. I was looking for right. them. I was looking for them. That's right. That's right. That's, that transformation is amazing. A lot of people feel like they want to give up because they have a record. So now let's, let's write this out so we can teach them and give them the tools that they can use to, to get to make it like you do and then what does she do she turns it into a business now she's going into the prisons she's mm-hmm. um you know selling books to the prisons she's coaching the people you know who came out of prison mm-hmm. you know they take their story so i teach them to take it and turn it into a business that's where my business experience comes from so yeah, they write it. it yeah <laughs> so that's what i do so that's the part i do know being an author is new but working in a business arena is not i've done it for 20 years so mm-hmm. i'm able to take my business sense and my marketing knowledge and degrees and able to apply it to being a writer and so that's where you know kind of like where go ahead no i so said that
0: let's because you you gave a you gave an idea in there and and that's the question i want to ask you here is like um about what is your best book promotion tip so because i've heard you talked about your tour now you're talking about you're telling this author to go into places and talk about it. So it seems like it seems like another tour or speaking event. What is this your best book promotion tip?
1: You know what you're gonna be shocked by what I tell you. But my best book promotion tip is your cell phone. You what? reach into your cell phone. Yeah. You reach into now your do you cell phone. you sound like
0: a network marketer?
1: Go ahead. I do. <laughs> oh you reach into your cell phone. No, no, this this, this is how this is how it goes. This, this, no, it's true. This is, this is, this is how it goes.
2: Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. reach
1: into your cell phone. And, and this is, you said the best one. I think yeah. this is the best one. Mm-hmm. Reach into your cell phone. You, you get 10 people
2: mm-hmm.
1: that you talk to regularly that you've done a favor for
2: mm-hmm. or
1: that you have supported, um, mm-hmm. you know, people that's on your team that you can trust.
2: Mm-hmm. And you
1: say to them, I need your help. I want you to, number one, read it and give it a review. Mm-hmm. but I want you to also market it to your people and, and tag 10 people that you know who can benefit from it. Mm. So you get 10 people and you ask them to post to their social medias and their churches mm-hmm. and to tag 10 more people. And then you ask those, you know, the same thing. So you, and you know, you start off with 10 and then you end up with 100. You have 100, 100 people marketing for you at the same time. And then you go to networking events and you get more people, you know, but it comes from you not being selfish because I've supported a lot of people over mm-hmm. the years. I've never asked for anything in return. <laughs> so they're mm-hmm. happy to help out. Mm-hmm. But I believe in, you know, your most valuable players, the people who are on your team, the ones you talk to and know, those are the ones that you want to reach first mm-hmm. because they're going to talk it up to other people. And, you know, they're going they're going to help, especially, you know, for what I, I'm trying to do. So I believe it's, it's free. Number one and mm-hmm. it gets your message out. I mean, that that is one marketing tool to sell books, your cell phone. And um, you know, they're gonna buy the ebook, they're gonna buy the paperback too, because they support you.
2: The support.
0: See, and you're gonna to try to tell me you've never been in uh, network marketing or MLM. No, I haven't. <laughs> that is the key strategy. That is, is the key rally? strategy when you sit down is to go through and what what was I told? Um uh what is the name gave they gave me some fence some frank frank they gave me the acronym frank so you sit down Mm -hmm. and you write down your friends relatives um associates your neighbors and your uh your kids parents that's your your first list and then you send messages to them about your opportunity Wow! <laughs> and I, of course, you wanna, and then of course wow. it multiplies from there. They're supposed to tell them this. I'm not mad about the strategy. I know it works. I'm just saying, that's i just say that's a lot. I I'm actually like, didn't I know.
1: Really. You want to know where it came from? From me. Yep. You want to know where it came from? for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I honestly, I've never been in any um, multi-level marketing group before, and no one actually taught me to do that. Where mm-hmm. it came from? When I became an author, I didn't know what to do. Uh-huh. So I reached out to the closest ones to me, and they helped me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's where that came from. They're the ones yeah. who helped me in, <laughs> increase it. So that that's where it came from. I really I I didn't know what to do. I you know, I didn't plan it out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I went to my friends and and for help and I said, "Okay, we're having a book signing. Can you get me five people?" Can you, let's see who can get the most people, you know. So I <laughs> yeah, used my yeah. network to mm-hmm. help me because I didn't know what to do. I I was a new author. Mm-hmm. So no, mm-hmm. I never learned that strategy. Actually, I never heard of Frank, but it it makes a whole lot of sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It does. So I got I want I got two more questions, quick, quickly here before we move into some of the fun questions. Um, and these are um, the first one is to to talk about to ask you about your journals because there's um a lot of authors who are come through who um are come through with a trans- transformational book. And the the next idea is like, I want to have a journal or something to go along with that. So how has that been for you as far as helping getting, promoting those journals uh, or helping with your business? How is the the journals relating back?
1: Well, you know, it's a part of my brand. Writing Mm -hmm. is very important. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. So
1: the journals are important also, really just to help people with the writing and the creativity okay. piece mm. of it.
2: Mm. So okay.
1: in the self-reflection, so it just goes along. So in God and Hip Hop, it does have like some blank pages at the end of each chapter so that they can self-reflect.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So my journals are to kind of coincide. So each book will have a companion journal.
2: Got it. That's okay, cool.
1: Yeah, my latest book from Glass of Stone, it came out on the 15th of March and now the from Glass of Stone journal just came out today. Okay. And what it is is To just encourage the writing you know when you're reading to write down what you learn and also it's good for me because when i go to events and stuff i'm taking this really cool book that's just a a journal but i can write in it and they're like oh what's that you know it's another form of branding
2: Mm. but the
1: journals to me are another form of branding and to help people with the writing period so that's that's the whole point of it it's nothing it's nothing in it to try to like Gain an additional profit. It's just another form that I want to add to help people.
2: Okay, cool, cool,
1: cool.
0: No, I get it. I get. It. I get. It. I get it. So um, the last the question here um, is that I want to ask you about how you are leveraging the books for your back end products. Meaning, I know you have got people that are coming in for business. Basically, you're focused on business, but your or business building. But the book is one way of helping them to understand the business that they're going to go into. If I'm understanding um, some kind of your strategy here. So, how are you leveraging the books to bring in those back end clients?
1: Yes, I will tell you that the books I am leveraging all the way <laughs> because having a book solidifies you as an expert if it's a best selling book. Mm-hmm. Okay, it solidifies you as an expert in that subject matter. And that does help for everything else that I'm doing in business. So, mm-hmm. I use the success of my books and the messages in my books and whatever the theme is, whatever I want to get out in my books to sell other services.
2: Mm, and one thing. Bars!
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Yep,
1: yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yep. So like, you know, look, just think about it. You have to form your brand. Like I told you, I wrote my first book in less than 60 days. Mm-hmm. So now, bam, my writing program teach them how to write a book in 60 days.
2: Mm-hmm. I did that. You know culture. that.
1: We all know that, right? Mm-hmm. So I use that, and um, you know, to help. And they have become best selling domestically and internationally, and it has helped me develop a speaking career also. So mm. I, I I use that, and you know, I'll take a message from the book and apply it in a way to help me with a business like the Write Pray Release, my program, it came from my second novel. It's a it's a poem. It's called Write Pray Release so that you can have peace. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So I took that and now I have a Write Pray Release retreat coming up and a whole program centered around that. Writing the pro writing the book in 60 days. Pray is is, is publishing it and making it a bestseller. And then release is when you do all of that you release peace, you release additional streams of income, you release success for yourself. So that's my program. So it's all centered around the book. You only need one book really Mm
2: -hmm, to mm -hmm.
1: really leverage. You know, that was one thing that I wrote, I wrote too many, I think, (laughs) Mm -hmm. because um, you only really need one at a time to focus on, to build a business and a brand. Mm
2: -hmm, So
1: the books are everything that I, I leverage it totally everything
2: from the books.
0: So there's one thing I, we had the Inner, Inner Vision Magazine before uh, which is more kind of a personal question I, I, um, I would assume here. So what? tell us about Inner Vision Magazine.
1: Yes. InnerVisionMagazine.com It's mm-hmm. a magazine where I was asked to be a creative contributor mm-hmm. and uh, I started writing for the magazine and then I started helping out with other things. And then they asked me to be the VP of operations. So I wear two hats there. And that started from a radio interview that I did in New York. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I was um, promoting my book on the radio in New York. And that's where um, I I met the the publisher for um, Intervision magazine. And what I do is I enjoy working for the magazine. It's 100% volunteer for me, to be honest with you. I don't get paid at all. I actually Mm -hmm. give to the magazine. The magazine benefits children of incarcerated parents.
2: So all the proceeds
1: go to that. Yes. So I actually donate my my time to the magazine to help it to be successful, to help the children of incarcerated parents. So what we do is we highlight those who are altruistic. You know, we highlight the people who are doing good things selflessly. And that is uh, what the magazine does. And it's an international magazine. So it actually helps put your business and Mm -hmm. it, you know, identifies people who are doing amazing things and it benefits the children of incarcerated parents.
0: Love it. Love it. That's awesome. Intervisionmagazine.com. Love that. Definitely have that in the show notes. So let's go, let's transition uh, into some Mm -hmm. of the fun questions here as we're wrapping up the wrapping up the show. And the first question to ask you here, is what do you do on your days off that most people don't know about?
1: I hope you don't find this boring, but I have to tell you the truth. I look forward to days off because I can close myself, myself off in a room and write
0: and really? create
1: a book. I do. That's my fun. (laughs)
0: I'm not not mad about it. It's not mad about it at all.
1: I was so I'd be so excited when I know I'm gonna have some time to create a book. That's my fun.
0: (laughs) Mm, Good stuff. I I, I didn't I didn't know where you was going with that because I was like, cause I'm a nerd. So like for me, I I can
1: I'm
0: like my days off. I can go sit down and read without anybody bothering me. I can just sit there and just get all engrossed right. and then and then pick up this book and read that one and then go on. So, like, I get the nerding out and just going really researching
1: right? for no reason. Don't you love it. not it fun I come up as four hours later. Yes.
0: Four hours later, I come up with work
1: like, and everything. I think I need to eat. Did I eat today? <laughs> <laughs> right don't you love those times yeah, I, yeah I really love that because we're working you know when we're coaching other people to write mm-hmm. and stuff like that and we're publishing books to people but mm-hmm. when we can just work on our own craft while we that's actually do this that's oh it man it's amazing stuff. absolutely
0: mm-hmm. all right so tell us your favorite book
1: My like, oh see another question that might make me seem kind of corny but um, my favorite book is the Bible. <laughs> no worries. No, that's,
0: that's, that's yeah. been about 25% of the, of the guests, at least. Again. Oh,
1: really? Okay, awesome, awesome. You want to know why I like the Bible? Because I believe in it. It's not someone else's opinion. I believe it's from the Lord. So mm-hmm. to me, like, that's facts. I'm, I'm, I'm an underwriter by trade. So what mm-hmm. we do is we compile facts together and come up with a decision. <laughs> I like the Bible because it helps me understand how things work. and it it gives me instructions for how to get out of situations. And it it just really shows me different things about life that I can apply and help other people. So the Bible is my manual for life because I feel like it's a guaranteed way to get the answers.
0: Mm. Yeah, I I heard that, uh, I remember being told the first time when it said that the Bible stands for basic instructions before leaving earth. (laughs)
1: <laughs> like, that's, interesting. that's amazing. And you want to know what? I just <laughs> heard that acronym for the first time recently. Really? Okay, know- see, there's yes. there's confirmation
0: right there. Okay.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Isn't uh, that something?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, so give us your favorite quote. And if you got to want two more than you have to, then um, go ahead.
1: My favorite quote is The plans I have for you, saith the Lord, mm-hmm. are plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope in a bright future.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: My plans are to prosper you not to harm you, to give you hope in a bright future. I love mm-hmm. that one because it gives you hope that your future is bright and
2: that mm-hmm.
1: you know that no bad thing that happens comes from the Lord. And another scripture that I like is, and that was Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Mm -hmm. I never another scripture I believe is in second Corinthians the ninth chapter it says that God is able to make all grace abound towards you so that you may have all sufficiency in all things and may be able to abound unto every good work God is able to make all grace abound towards you so that you can have all sufficiency in all things and Mm -hmm. may be able to abound unto every good work that means God is able to give you all the things that you need so that you can go and do good works. So you won't lack anything.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love, it, love it. Love it. Definitely have both of those in the show notes. And my final <laughs> question here um, is to take this opportunity right now, it's so your mic um, to share with TFP family. What is your message that you must share with the world? It's your opportunity to so go ahead and share your message.
1: Okay. So first of all, thank you very much for having me on the show. It's been amazing. I love the work that you're doing. Um, the message that I want to leave, Ayana, Mills Gallo, evangelist, best-selling author, speaker, hip-hop enthusiast, business professional, and mommy, I want to say that your end is not determined by your beginning. If you have a problem or a mess, then you have a beautiful blessing ahead of you. If you want to start a business and you have some trouble times that you went through, then you have your business. Whatever it is that you overcame, take it, build a transformational story around it. You write your transformation, where you went from to where you are now and the steps it took for you to get there. You take that story, you put it in a book. You take that story, you develop your speaking platform. You take that story, you develop your podcast or your your, your radio show. You take that transformational story that you have based on your own life and you build the business around it and you flip it three ways at least. So if you have a transformation or some problems that you overcame, then you have a business.
0: That's all right. Love it. I absolutely agree with all that. <laughs> I absolutely <agree> with that. <laughs> so as you're la- wrapping up here, um Ayana, go ahead and tell the tell the family um what's next for you. I heard you some some projects you're trying to fill uh, finish filling out some authors for and then also yes. how to um connect with how to, how a family can connect with you.
1: Yes, yes. So I enjoy helping other authors. I publish best selling books. I'm a best selling book consultant. Mm-hmm. So I help authors tell their story and publish it into a book. I have an anthology, which is a compilation of authors in one book that's coming up. My program is called Write, Pray, Release. So if you go to writeprayrelease.com, you'll see the upcoming opportunities that I have mm-hmm. coming up for my anthology program. Mm-hmm. And we have a Write, Pray, Release retreat in July so, you can also look at that. It's where you will write your story, get it published in the anthology, and you have a retreat where you can release tension and have your food cooked for you and have a massage and all those great things. So, um, yeah, so you can go to writeprayrelease.com and you can find me at ayanagallo.com. That's A Y A N N A G A L L O W, ayanagallo.com. I'm on Instagram. LinkedIn, and Facebook as Ayana Mills Gallo, and uh, my company, Thanks A Mills, T-H-A-N-X, Thanks A Thanks Thanks Mills, thanksmills.com, Thanks Facebook, Thanks Mills Instagram.
0: Love it, love yep. it, love it. Definitely have all that in the show notes, and those of you trying to get your first book out and have this transformational message, definitely have an opportunity there by going to uh, write, play, pray, pray Wow, where's that coming out? Write, pray, release.com and see if you want to be part of this anthology. Uh, it'd be a great opportunity to get started um, getting mm-hmm. into your first book, become a first best-selling author, man, just from writing a little bit. All right. So um, Ayana, that's all for today's show and I appreciate you for being here, for sharing your message mm-hmm. and um, doing all that you do for our community. Um, thank you. It's
1: my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day.
0: Same to you. You've just listened to episode number 46 of the Wealthy Author Podcast with your host, D. Arlando Fortune. That's me. That's your boy, right, chum, right, All right, so uh, I want to give thanks, of course, to our creator. Uh, without him all this none of this stuff is possible um, and I and I'm asking you if you this next question here is dressed directly for you. Uh, I want to hear your questions I want to help you I want to support you on my on my solo episodes and um, I definitely want to hear some feedback about some of the people that we've had on the show so if you have any questions or comments email them to fortune at thought. FortunePress.com. If you send them there, that comes to me. I'm um, will be. i the one reading those. I'm the one to be responding to you, okay? So don't, for, and the next thing is to don't forget to reserve your seat for the free training, the free training at thoughtfortunepress.com slash mini class, M-I-N-I-C-L-A-S-S, mini class. And that's where I teach you how to avoid the nine mistakes beginning authors make and how to write a money-making branded book without being a great writer or wasting your time waiting for a publishing deal. You've heard so many people at this point, um, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while now, or if you're new, then go back and check out some more of the episodes. You'll hear many, many, many of the authors we've had on here are self-published, okay? And they are using their own books, their self-published books, to go out and grow their businesses. So you don't have to wait for any of that stuff, okay? And and some of them have also received their they receive their publishing deal because of the self-published book. So let's get it done. Okay, go go to the mini class thoughtfortunepress.com/slash-mini-class. Go watch that. Get your stuff. Get your head on right about this, Okay, so save your virtual seat right there. Um, now finally, if you like the show, do us a favor: share, like, and join. Okay, take a screenshot of your of your phone. You're listening to this. Take a screenshot and share the episode with the hashtag. Wealthy author podcast. Okay, put that on there, and then uh, you can also tag me in there, D. Arlando Fortune. Um, tag me in there, I'd love to see that. Um, maybe get a shout out to you. Okay, show us how much you like us by giving us five stars and a review on iTunes that helps more people to get this to hear this message. And Of course, it's not just all only about the, the wealthy author uh, message of delivering that book, but also these the, the information that I try to get out of my. Uh, my guest about how to change your life the transformation about moving through your message that you heard in that right pray release philosophy that you heard today so people need to hear those messages okay so leave us uh leave us a review and give us five stars out there on itunes so more people can hear it finally join us every week by subscribing to the podcast so that you don't miss episode (laughs) and as always you you can be you can have anything you want in this can live a life of no doubt just blessings for all of No Doubt Nation out there. You know the mantra, say it loudly, and do it proudly, and make life happen every day. God bless, and always remember, you're only one book away. Until next time.